0: Hey everyone, this is Michael Grubes Gruber, and you are listening to the Rangers Nation podcast. This is Ryan Doro of the Texas Rangers, and you're listening to the Rangers Nation podcast. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Six to one, the Rangers lead in the top of the ninth. Feliz, the high set. Here comes the pitch. Breaking ball, strike three, call! The Rangers are going to the World Series! In the air, shallow right, the Texas Rangers win the pennant. Second consecutive year. Today, Today, I consider consider myself myself the luckiest luckiest man 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 on the face of of the earth. Welcome to Rangers Nation Podcast, talking all things Texas Rangers. Rangers Nation Podcast is a part of Dallas Sports Nation, providing coverage of all your DFW sports teams. Now, here's your host. Texas Rangers blogger, The Recliner Nerd.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Rangers Nation Podcast. I'm your host, The Recliner Nerd, and today's episode is Law Dog. If you don't know what Law Dog is, I'm going to explain it in just a second. We've got. Chuck Ramsey joining us from Law Dog Sports, from KSCY 1230. Um, They they are a uh, flagship station for the Texas Rangers and the Great Plains, and I do a show there. We're going to bring Chuck on in just a second. Today's episode is sponsored by CompetitionDojo.com. CompetitionDojo.com. Hey, guys, the Recliner Nerd here. Do you feel a spark when you get a chance to compete? Competition Dojo is here to feed the competitive fire in everyone. Each month, they provide competitive events to their subscribers. You have a month to learn, practice, and perform. The month-end results rank you against each other. Get off the couch and back in the game. Visit competitiondojo.com. That's competitiondojo.com. All right, guys, and welcome to the show. Today is Law Dog, and with me and joining me is Chuck Ramsey. Chuck, what's going on,
0: bud? John, how are you, sir? I'm so honored and privileged to be on here with you.
1: Man, I'm 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 great, and I, I wish we could get Corey on too. I know he's a busy guy. We're going to talk about that. So let's tell everybody about uh, your show, Law Dog Sports, and KSCY 1230. They are it's Great Plains, right? Is that what it? it it's the Great. We plains. are
0: the we are the uh, Rangers affiliate in the Texas Rolling Plains, which is generally uh, I think you would consider the area west of 281, and uh, before you get into Caprock and. We've got a, you know, we're our AM station. We've got a great daytime coverage range. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of cows on the Wagner Ranch that can hear our signal there around Vernon and <laughs> things like that. So we, you know, we do a, our best to uh, get the job out there. But what we found out is, uh, you know, there was a lacking of sports talk in the Wichita Falls market, and we do reach into Wichita Falls, uh, not as strong as we once were, but we're going to work on some things, but uh there's so much sports in that area and so many rangers fans in that area and we love being a texas Rangers affiliate at sports talk 12:30. and you know we did that format change back in january and i think we're starting to pick up a little steam coming on an amazing podcast like what you do and uh getting maybe some more notoriety and some followers might just help that some more and uh, i can't tell you how much we appreciate you coming on every week to give us the best in rangers coverage
1: <laughs> i appreciate that yeah i, I um you know it, it, it's funny how we all got together so this is my is this my third year
0: yeah uh we started law dog sports on on ksy at the time it was ksy am 12 30. Um, three years ago april 18th uh jeremy Schroeder and i celebrated our three-year anniversary uh back then we were pre-recording uh doing a tape delay in the mornings and then it would air in the afternoons well it was classic country honky talking western swing surrounded by one hour of two guys talking on the radio yeah. about sports and so uh we we reached out to you and you were gracious enough to jump in and and really i gotta say john and I, I don't think i'm using hyperbole here you really gave our show a lot of legitimacy by the amount of coverage and qualified analysis that you gave us for the rangers
1: well, I appreciate that. It was a lot of fun. I, look, i've I've done a I've done a lot of podcasts uh, and and other things, but the first person to reach out and ask me to come on and were you guys, and I was like, sure, and I came on. We had a great time. We flowed great, and I thought, you know what? No matter what, I'm not look. I'm not big time at all. I, I don't try to be or say that, but I enjoy it. And uh, so, uh, and and what's funny is. Folks, I literally have family that live in Vernon, Texas. My family's from Vernon, Texas, grew up out there. And uh, and I've been going through Wichita Falls and Vernon, Texas for 53 years now, uh, at least three or four times a year. And uh, so I know the area well. And so it was kind of, I was calling my folks. I was going, hey, I'm going to be on KSCY." I remember back then, and they were like, how did you get on there? And I'm like, you know me. I'm just big time. I just go, go everywhere. Now.
0: <laughs> yeah, you you really arrived when you're broadcasting out of Seymour, Texas. I can tell you that. But, <laughs> you know what? No, we, we, love, we love the community. We love the people down there. And uh, that's what drew me to that area, John, is just the people in that area. You don't run into, um, not, you know, I'm originally from Eastern Oklahoma, good people all over the world. But uh, I I just haven't ran into really too many bad people in, west in you know, West Texas, the Texas the place it's salt of the earth folks we love them to death
1: well and so and and that's another thing so you you don't like me um this is not your career this is a fun hobby uh make a little doing this uh it's just your love of sports that you do that tell us what you do for a living you're in you're in uh criminal justice right what do you do
0: yes sir i am a uh, full-time police officer in oklahoma city oklahoma i'm a detective in the financial crimes unit uh of the department i've got 29 and uh 29 years and some change uh, with my department. Uh, seriously, shopping around, the concept of retirement, and uh, if so, then you know it it will be an effort to to go at this with a little more little more time and force and energy. But you know I do what I can. Now we're we're three days a week on law dog sports, uh, and we did a format change back in January to all sports uh we are a sports map radio affiliate which i i like them a lot because they they don't necessarily cater to sports talk personalities they get guys on there that know the industry and you know i'm not a big gambler but i've always thought the odds and things are interesting so we like the way that they kind of cater to the uh sports betting angle of sure. it. it's kind of it's kind of a different different take on it but we uh became an affiliate of sports map radio back in january and now we, uh, we've we expanded. We've got a program uh comes on on Fridays after our our Friday episode of Law Dog Sports, the weekend big show uh, called The Evening Fire, and it's two young men named Jaron Spore and Zach Davis. And Jaron is actually a morning news anchor for the NBC Fox affiliate in Wichita Falls. Wow. He, he he reached out to me. We'd had him on before. We knew he was big in the sports. And he's like, you know, what would it take for me to get in a sports talk? And I was like, you <laughs> you got uh, time. <laughs>
1: a microphone or just your yeah, uh, car? Yeah. You got to drive to the studio. <laughs> and so, you
0: know, I, I think if we can get this going, John, and like I like I said earlier, I, I don't I don't downplay this at all. With help from people like yourself that are willing to take time out of your schedule and, and come on regularly, the content gets out there. Then you start getting some notoriety. You know, and, and people say, Hey, did you hear that there's a guy, you know, we love the Texas Rangers. There's a guy that comes on every Wednesday at 4 15 that talks Rangers and knows what he's talking about. You know, check that out. And then also with the podcasting platforms and things like that. It's yeah, it's truly an organic, and you probably know this from the Rangers Nation podcast. When you're not doing it full time, you don't have a sales staff and things like that. Everything you're doing is DIY and and yep. truly organic.
1: Yeah, and, and it's in and, and it's it's kinda romantic that way that so when I started and when I took this over, they, actually I'm with Dallas Sports Nation that I that I blog for and write for and took over the Rangers Nation podcast. There were a couple I don't know exactly who it was, had done one or two episodes. And just like me, they they were kinda like, I don't know if I know how to do this and so I, I kinda got, you know, when I went it's kind of a funny story how I got into podcasting. Um, I I had started writing for Dallas Sports Nation and Everybody seemed to like what I was writing. And, they, and I said, should I go on this podcast and, you know, talk? And they said, well, do you want to run the podcast? I said, how do you run a podcast? I didn't know how to run a podcast. I mean, you know, I was like. Mm-hmm. So then that's how it started. And it's grown. And we've got we've got loyal listeners that come on and listen. And it's just yeah. grown over the years. And I've been fortunate to get. Uh, you know, some, some really, uh, I've got former Rangers, current Rangers, a lot of people that I've had been able to get on the show, uh, just through contacts and having media credentials. It's been a lot of fun. So, I, and, and you know what, what's great too, and, and, and guys, we're going to have some fun today. We're going to talk Rangers for a little bit, just kind of where they are right now, but we are going to give away 16 tickets to the yeah. Rangers and Yankees. So you've got, you've got eight seats for Monday night and eight seats for Thursday night, and we'll tell you how you can get those a little bit later. Uh, we're not going to do it right now, um, but but we're going to tell you how to do it, and then that's how you're going to uh, uh, have a chance to get those tickets out there. So this is going to be uh, this is going to be fun. But first, right now, I still want to do a couple more things. So your co-host is Corey Hogue, who comes yeah. on with you on, on Law Dogs. Now you guys do Monday. I'm always on Wednesdays at 4:15. Yes, Sometimes if there's big news, especially around trade deadline, one year. I came on a couple of segments um, and and do that, but when there's big news, we, we I do come on and do. Look, I, I I'm happy to come on and do you know oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. a couple of segments or whatever. This week uh, I'm flying on an airplane to go deep sea fishing just to really tick off both of you guys and make
0: you yeah. jealous. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you mission accomplished, pal. I'm telling you, it's uh, you know it's one of those things where I look at people that you know, have the gumption to go ahead and get on a plane right now. And say, <laughs> what was that like back in the day? No, yeah. It, it, we, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll miss you the time you're gone. It was, uh, I tell you, it, it's funny. We were, we find ourselves floundering. We will, Corey will have some breaking news. Like, I think he broke something yesterday. And for those that don't know, my partner, Corey Hogue, is, is a uh, is a sports journalist in the Wichita Falls area. He yeah. writes he Texas writes football. football. He writes uh, small college stories for Dave Campbell's Texas football. He has a website called Lone Star Sports Daily.com. He posts so much small college info on there. If you're a small college athletics fanatic, that is the hub to be at. And then he also writes uh, for the Times Record News in Wichita Falls. Yeah. So he's extremely busy. He would have been here today. Except uh, Sam Houston State is in the FCS national championship in yeah. Frisco this weekend. Yep, he's he is totally tied up uh, covering that, and I'm surprised we had him on the weekend big show yesterday. But uh, Corey came along. Uh, I found him on Twitter and realized that he was doing some stuff that would definitely be in the wheelhouse of what we wanted to do. I reached out to him. Uh, he's a he's a uh, war veteran from from the uh, Middle East. Uh, he he's devoted his uh, his next his current chapter to uh you know he's got an amazing family and he, and he he does so much uh sports coverage he, he just he watches it constantly and uh and covers a ton of it so and last year uh we connected you know on the heels of the pan- or during the pandemic and uh you know i'll say this and you probably know this as well as anybody from from covering of you know doing a rangers podcast is uh pandemic was tough to keep, oh, to keep content flowing. I mean, the, you could only do top 10 lists so many weeks in a row yeah. and uh, <laughs> you know, it was tough, but Corey came along at an amazing time because I knew we needed to amp up some high some regional high school coverage yeah. for, for our station. And when he got in there, and then also we've got connections with the TV stations in uh, Wichita Falls, here's the thing, John, Wichita Falls does not have, I mean, other than us, uh, before we switched to sports, they lost their ESPN affiliate. They don't have a, a sports talk. Wow. And 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 that ESPN affiliate was, they might have had one hour of local talk a week. And I don't even know if those guys focused that much local. Now, they do a good job of broadcasting games, sure. high school games in Midwestern State. But, yep. you know, as far as having a, a a sounding board or anything like that for people to talk regional sports, we're it, and we're going to try to take that baton and run it.
1: Yeah, and, you, and, and, and it's good. And Wichita Falls is a big city. My daughter went to uh, college there. She went to Midwestern State, graduated there uh, two years, uh, a little over a year ago, actually. Um, mm-hmm. And so I know Midwestern State, been up there to see uh, the Midwestern State Mustangs play some football. Um, uh, for some weekends. In fact, their big rival was Texas A and M Commerce, who won the national yeah. championship while she was there. Um, mm-hmm. and and Midwestern State was good. I don't know this year they're playing now, right? Or now it's over. They're they're out of the yeah, playoffs. I, I, think I don't think I, I don't think they missed the made the playoffs actually uh, this no, year. So. But uh, so yeah, I I, I know. And, and uh, Wichita Falls is 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 a big city. It's not a little city. It's it's a pretty big no, town I- here in Texas
0: yeah it's a hundred thousand and uh you know uh we'll like i said and it, it, hopefully it's a snowball effect and we just uh have some things pop up like coming on the rangers nation podcast yep where it gets around and, and people start seeing what we're doing and also you know we're we're always looking to increase our content uh we will you know we will reach out continue to reach out to uh to the uh media figures in the area and and you know they come with their own audiences so we'll see what happens and uh we'll do our part to try to get that get it out there and hope that folks will uh, take notice but you know i've been with KSY for uh since 2009 2010. i found them on a trip to abilene to take my <laughs> it's a long story but i had to take my son abilene for an orthodox appointment okay <laughs> so <laughs> we'll won't, won't go any further than that but so anyways i am a radio scanner i i scan the radio stations uh, right. to try to catch local radio stations and i found KSCY and i reached out to mark olabaugh the station owner and general manager and uh he started me out recording some some promos and some voice tracking for for commercials and ads and things that he did and uh just kind of went from there. I had a syndicated uh classic country show called Texas Dance Hall Radio that was uh ended up being said started at ksy it ended up being syndicated to um 25 different affiliates throughout the state of Texas. Wow. kind of kind of moved on from that because I knew I wanted to focus on sports. Mark gave me the uh, ability to, you know, with technology now, and you know this, and um uh, I can I can broadcast my programming from anywhere in the world, you know, right. with, with, uh, internet, internet technology. Right. So KSEY AM 1230 is now sports talk 1230. And we broadcast from, from, uh, from my home studio here in Norman, Oklahoma and, yep. uh, you know, do our best to stay involved with the community until we can figure out, if, you know, if we're going to be actually on site before long. And i tell you, you mentioned something about, uh, podcasting and talking and, 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 Kind of the romanticism of it. I'm so proud that Tech, that KSY and Sports Talk 12:30 are Rangers affiliates because, yeah, to me, there's nothing more Americana John, than than traveling, you know, at dusk in the summer, flipping up to a station and hearing a hearing a baseball game broadcast. Yep. I mean that that's what I that's what I remember as a kid. Yeah, and, and, and- anytime I hear it in a car, it takes me back. Yes. Oh yeah.
1: And, 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 and as kids, it was uh it was WBAP 820 would broadcast mm-hmm. and that, that station would travel a long way.
0: They were a uh, big stick as they say in the radio business, yes. and, uh, you know, and, and that's the thing. We're a small station. We are blessed with a pretty good daytime uh, coverage area. We're 50, we're probably a 50 mile radius. Wow, around Seymour uh, during the daytime, so and Seymour's
1: mean, Seymour's actually Texas. I know that for a fact from where my yes, family sir. is. But you're out of <laughs> yeah. you're out of Norman. But Seymour's how far is Seymour from you?
0: Uh, it's three hours down I forty four and, and two seventy seven. I you know and uh you know uh, with with maybe possibly pending employment changes, I I, I could end up way closer. You know, yeah. you never know. Once, uh, if it, but
1: if, if Mama gets you to retire.
0: Well that, yeah. She she's ready for me to not be a cop anymore. I can tell you that.
1: Much. Well, but, with the world the way it is, I I, I could understand where her uh, trepidation would come from.
0: Well, and and I'm an old school dog and uh, it's tough in it these times. It's, it's 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 probably time to leave it to the younger younger cubs. Uh but no, you know, it's one of those things, John, where we're very blessed to be where we're at. And Seymour really is the crossroads of North Texas. Yeah. I mean, there are so many US highways that come Right through Seymour, I remember back when I found Seymour in 2008, first time I'd ever gone through there. Uh, they didn't have a bypass; you had to go through town yep. to get to to get on down the road to Abilene and all that. Now the only town that doesn't have a bypass is Anson, and you have to go make that loop around the, the courthouse right there. In the <laughs> it's pretty cool, but you know that's a that's an interesting area, John, and we love servicing that and. I tell you, down around Abilene, you know, you, you go from Texoma into big country. Yeah. And uh, one of the promos that I recorded when we did the format change was uh, sports talk for Texoma to the big country. So I'm going to, you know, if, if we can get a few listeners in Abilene and, and things like that, hey. You know, we've got John Moore on Wednesdays at 415. People <laughs> yeah. down at Abilene, tune in. I know you love the Rangers, so get on there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to get into some Ranger talk now that I've got you on for a few minutes before we let you go. Um, yeah. I, actually, I have not watched the last two nights because I have been in Frisco the last two nights watching the Rough Riders. I uh, wanted to see a couple guys, and we're going to go down in the bus lanes later. I'll go down in the bus lanes on that segment, and I'll talk about that, but – Rangers on a bit of a skid, and we knew this was going to happen. I mean, we have said all along, anybody thinking this team was going to finish anywhere near the top. It's fun to be in contention. I think uh, about five days ago, they were one game out of the second wild card. Um, but that's that's living That, that – that is hitting on all cylinders right there And this team. No team hits on all cylinders. And when this team doesn't hit on all cylinders, they are going to fall below because they're just not quite there yet. Um, they're capable of it, but they're not there.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. As I'm sitting here talking to you, I'm, I'm looking on online and seeing some highlights from, from the game last night and John goes batters for the Houston Astros and you'd be proud of me. I denounced my former Astro fanship yesterday on the air. Um, right. I, I maybe, maybe, uh, improperly, uh, compared it to a domestic violence style relationship. You know, yeah. they beat me up <laughs> years enough and finally break the cycle, but, uh, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I've I always borderlined it. Um, and I will get to the actual this season talk. I always borderline it because the Astros were in the National League and and the Rangers were in the American League. Yeah. Then they switched. I thought, well, you know, Astros are really getting pretty good. Let's roll with that. Then, you know, trash can gate and all that stuff. Yeah, so, that happened. Uh, but I, I watched that game Thursday night, John, and I just I just thought that can't be my team anymore. and, and we are a Rangers affiliate. You got it. You know, I'm I'm always a lukewarm middle ground guy. And, uh, you know, what does the Bible say about lukewarm? I'll spew you out of my mouth. (laughs) 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 You didn't know I was going to go biblical today, did you? That's all right. (laughs) But no, I tell you, and that's the thing about your weekly reports, John, is it's a staying force for people like me who can become kind of knee-jerk in the fact that, you know, why on earth is this? You know, why are they this bad? This and that. And here's the thing. This is an extremely tough. Part of their schedule. I sure. Mean, yep. I hey. kind of went, I kind of went at a guy from Sports Map Radio the other day on uh, on Twitter. His name is Jake Asman. We air his program on, on weekday mornings. Yep. He is a Yankees apologist, homer, fanatic, whatever you want to call him. It makes me ill. Sure. Uh, and he spent a whole 15-minute segment talking about how the Yankees have got this, you know, this and that, blah, blah, blah. So I tweeted him. I just said, you're basically YES Network Houston. You know, what's your deal? and so he didn't answer but uh but you know this series against the yankees which we're going to give tickets to uh you know it it could get i hate to say it could get worse but the yankees are kind of finding their stride we'll we'll turn to you on the hills of your fishing trip thank you very much and uh and and see if you can steady our boat a little bit with uh with some uh you know real talk about what this team's capable
1: yeah, absolutely. And look, they're coming up into June, and of course, the, the look. There's there. Here's here's what I love about the current Rangers. This is what I love about them. They literally, except for probably last night, maybe you could say um, Thursday night, a little bit. Um, they 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 had two poor. This first back-to-back poor games they've really had. They last year it was so easy to turn the game off after about four innings, and it just didn't look good. And you, you know, you could get wandering around the house and doing something. I'm usually transfixed on a game and watching it, but you know, uh, uh, last two nights I haven't been able to cause I've been out at Frisco covering the rough riders, but, um, this team never, you can never sit on this team. Uh, you can't sleep on them and think, okay, well they're down by four. This is a, th- this game's over with, because I tell you what, they have not had any bad losses before last night. They have really been in every game.
0: Yeah. Well, and John, you have said this before, and I, I know I've asked you this, but I mean, it was obvious they were holding on to be competitive going into the new ballpark, right? Instead of starting the rebuild right straight away and fire sale, whatever you want to call it, they were holding on to maybe putting something together, being competitive to open the new ballpark. Well, so pandemic what, hits, yeah. You know, go ahead.
1: So what I was going to say, what they actually, so they started the the rebuild. In my mind, really started, and they kind of mentioned the rebuild starting. Uh, back when they traded you Darvish, uh, and 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 they they were probably just a little bit too late in starting the rebuild. I think they could have done a little earlier. The problem going into 2020 is they had actually traded for some pieces. Things were starting to look okay. They had the new building opening, and they ended up trading for Corey Kluber. They still had Mike Miner and Lance Lynn, and I think going into 2020 they thought with that rotation. It, there's is although we're doing some, uh, we're, we're going to be doing some, uh, just kind of watching to see what we have. We're really close to we, I think they thought in their brain, possibly this thing could, if it all clicks, we might be competitive in this new stadium this first year. Now, this was all before the pandemic hit, and then pandemic hits. Corey Kluber throws one inning, it's over with, and they start out kind of hot like they did this year, but you know, even when they were hot coming out. You could tell there were big holes. Um, They they were living off of one guy getting a big hit or something like that. Right now, everybody they they move guys around. I mean, you know, going. I love to say going station to station. Guy gets on, you get him to second. Another hit comes. They're they're hitting with players and with runners and scoring position has jumped tremendously. And so they went into this year when they're going to actually have fans and they whitewashed what they did last year and said basically, know this, we're not going to be players in, in in free agency. We have to assess what we have, and then we'll be ready to do something. Ranger fans, it was perfect time to do it because fans were ready to just come back to the ballpark anyway with the pandemic ending, so they're getting fans. They're playing great. Kind of reminds me of the 90s. The 1999 team, I mean, I'm sorry, not the 1999, the, the 2009 team before the World Series, they weren't, they were kind of supposed to be better. Let's see where they are. And they really played above it and played well and kind of stayed around for a while. And then 2010, it all clicked. But uh, I, I'm, I'm proud of this team and they're fun to watch.
0: Well, and I was going to ask you this had you been with us on Wednesday. You mentioned, you know, these guys, if, like you said, it's finding what fits. Mm-hmm. Isn't this a little bit more of a purest? tight fat baseball team than than what we've seen in Arlington in a while. I mean, guys who come in, if you're a player, prove it. We'll get you on the field. If you're not, we're probably not going to. I mean, right, you know, we we dealt with this and, and I'll give the Dodgers credit, John. They that season last year, and they were an amazing team. I yep. mean, just and it seems like anywhere Mookie Betts goes, it becomes an amazing he's a good player. Year, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but you know, if you're gonna have to rebuild have it be a bunch of guys who are enthusiastic. Have it be guys who, who who show that they're invested. I mean, I can only imagine. And I and I did some AAA baseball uh, production for uh, the Oklahoma City Dodgers uh, back several years ago. Yeah. On their uh, radio affiliate, and you know, radio is one thing. You get the feel of the broadcaster, but you kind of pick up on some vibes of the team. And yep. You start to know through radio, you know trends a little better. Yeah. Uh, they don't have to beat you over the head with and what I like about this team is any night I turn it on, you can see if, if you're truly looking and saying, okay, we're going to find out if this guy's going to be some a piece that we can use next year. You know, right? And that game Thursday night, John, uh, they really had no business being in. it. They really had no business going to 11 innings, but they did, right? Because they fought right. and. Yep, uh, and I tell you, we played the clip yesterday. I I, I get audio from the Texas State Networks and uh, and the Rangers Radio Network to uh, use on our show, and uh, Eric Nadell on the call of uh, Gallup put out from right field. That was beautiful. That oh, yeah. was a thing of beauty. Ninety-seven uh, but, miles.
1: That throw was ninety-seven point three miles an hour.
0: Exactly. Hey, you'd love my Facebook post on on uh, Sports Talk twelve thirty a.m. on Facebook. Uh, Texas Tech Baseball put out a congratulations to Josh Young. On receiving his degree this weekend, and I put "Yeah, if you could just go ahead and report to uh, Round Rock. That'd be great." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I, there's. I was talking to a guy
1: last night, one of the photographers that was at Frisco, and he was talking. He 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 shoots for the Rough Riders, and he shoots for Round Rock. He goes down there yeah. a couple of days every week. I I think there's a there is a slight chance, and and it, I would I would actually welcome this if they did it. I kind of think he might end up in Frisco. Um, look, he has not played hardly any baseball since he got graduated from college or yeah. since he finished his co- playing in college and, and it's just you know he's just got a little bit he, he he's he's played uh instructional ball he played in spring training uh he played a little bit that first year that summer and look he he did well and he did very well in spring training and it's obvious he's right there and he's on the cusp but you know what I think double A is should be where he starts. They've got him penciled in at at triple A. I'd like to see him at double A because you could you can make the jump from double A to the major leagues. Yes. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. He's it, it, we're not we're looking at June before he gets on a field um, with that. I know he's out of the cast now, uh, the, or the walking boot or whatever. So he's probably throwing and and you know probably taking grounders and all that. It's about getting your timing back down. He's down in Arizona still or out in Arizona.
0: You Mentioned triple A and AA, double and and I can remember back when the Rangers, uh, double triple A affiliates were in Oklahoma, yeah, they, Tul- Tulsa know, and the, Oklahoma City. Yeah, the drillers in Tulsa and the 89ers in the Oklahoma City. In fact, the first time I ever saw Juan Gonzalez was about 1991, I think, yeah, uh, at, at Oklahoma City and mountain of a man for sure. Yep, uh, they didn't get Pudge up there. He, I think, he went from Tulsa, yeah, to, to the big squad. He skipped, uh, yep, yeah, he did. But uh, uh, if I could share a quick story, if you've got the time. Yeah, uh, go ahead.
1: This is a podcast. I mean, we always have time.
0: That's right. No no radio constrictions. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, when I was in the 90s, I was a rookie police officer, and we used to do security for uh, for the 89 Niners, the all, all Sports Stadium there in Oklahoma City. It's out on the fairgrounds. And now they're in the big, uh, they're AAA affiliates in the big uh bricktown ballpark down it's down beautiful in ballpark city. from what i hear it, they did pretty well with it Tulsa upped them by the uh skyline in the in the outfield uh oklahoma city you get a you get a parking lot a parking <laughs> garage <laughs> so great planning uh but anyways um i was doing security at the 89 ers and they had a, a special day where Harmon killbrew and warren spawn uh came and uh throughout the first pitches and, and, you know, we're talking about the winningest left-hander in history. I, I sure. don't know if Randy Johnson passed him or, right. Know, but it's the Warren Spawn award, just, you know, all time hall of famer, Harmon Killebrew, Mr. Minnesota twins. It was amazing. Right. And, uh, we're standing there watching as they, uh, as they're signing, um uh, baseballs and things like that. And I was a little taken aback by the whole major league baseball alumni association deal with some of the restrictions they had but anyways harm uh harm killer just a salt of the earth gentleman perfect guy and uh spawn not so much so he, he's yeah he, uh, a little crusty huh a little crusty a little inebriated so uh bless his soul anyways but there's a guy comes up to him after we're hauling him out after they threw the first pitch and they're in they're going out through, through the uh, home team bullpen A guy comes up talks to to spawn and he looks at me as we're leaving he goes that guy's been in the minor leagues for for eight years, I told him he ought to go sell siding. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God, we're going to get this guy killed tonight. So uh, anyways, but so that, that was my brush with the uh, hall of fame greatness right there.
1: Well, you know, so we, we've talked a little bit about the Rangers. We've, we've talked about it's going to Let's give away some tickets and here's what we're going to yeah. do guys. So what we're going to do, this is how we're going to do it. Okay. We've got eight tickets for Monday night's game against the Yankees and and, uh, the Rangers and Yankees. Uh, So there's going to be two sets of four. And we also have eight tickets, two sets of four, for Thursday night, Rangers-Yankees. And here's how we're going to do it. You need to go to uh, Sports Talk 1230 Twitter. It's at Sports Talk 1230, at Sports Talk 1230. And you need to tweet him this code, R-N-P for Rangers Nation Podcast. Tweet RMP and then put Monday or Thursday. And, Chuck, you're going to get those together. And by tonight or tomorrow for sure, you are going to know if you get those tickets. And he will get them to you. He's got them with him. And you've got to go follow him. Or go if you follow him already, get in there. Do the promo code. RNP Monday or RNP Thursday. And get a chance to get those tickets, folks.
0: Yeah. And uh, also, John, reminder: they're not taking. They're, we don't do paper tickets anymore. But your listeners are probably well
1: right. versed and know that. Yeah, it's all uh, electronic. But you can actually. I know this. You can you can find out whoever did it. You can send it to them in a message. You can send it to them in the email. Um, they will have to download the app for it to yeah. come into their app. But you can send it to them, and actually, it'll prompt them into it, and it goes exactly. right to their app, and it's it's very easy. Uh, Chuck sent me some tickets uh, a couple weeks ago sent them right i have a ballpark app i'm a baseball nut so went right to he he said hey i sent them to you i just opened my app and i had oh wow i had tickets and uh took the family out there on a sunday i know i have hey guys monday night if you are going monday night to the game i will be working the game and i will come see you at your seats i know where they are section 304 um they're they're uh i'm up that you're better seats than me i'm i'm up high in the in the press box but they're they're up at the top level but hey Free tickets, get in that ballpark if you hadn't seen it. It's a great time, and and this is great for uh, Ranger Philly to hand out some tickets down here.
0: Hey, I forgot to ask you, how was uh, Mo Vaughn on the She Gone podcast?
1: It was really good. He's a neat guy. Uh, he he is a really, really – so we've had Mo Vaughn on that. So I've also uh, – for those that don't know, I've produced Jeff Fry's She Gone Nation podcast, and uh, we've had some great guests on there. Billy Ripken Jr. has been on there. We've had Nomar Garcia-Para. Kevin Kennedy was on there, former Ranger uh, manager. Yeah. It was really cool. I mean, they are some really salt-of-the-earth guys. It's fun to listen to them tell stories. I'm just kind of sitting there in the background laughing. At all the funny stories on the planes and how they give each other crud and all of that. There's some neat stories. Billy Martin Jr. was on there telling really? some unbelievable stories about his dad. Some stories yeah. you've never heard. And they're pretty neat.
0: I uh, I had a journalism professor when I was in at Oklahoma City University who had come from a Minnesota newspaper. He 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 told me several dealings he had with Billy Martin through you know covering the Twins.
1: Yeah, uh, he was at the Twins yeah. for a little bit too. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so uh it's very interesting. And and really when we talk about you know romanticizing the game, John old and I don't want to call Jeff Dry old, he's probably younger than me, but uh, you know, uh vintage baseball stories from vintage baseball players, baseball veterans, it's it's so much fun. I'll say this: there is a rather rotund uh sports talk guy in the Oakland City market who's been up there a long time and played in the majors and was a teammate of Billy Rifkin. And I, I, you, you would think Billy Ripken walked on water, and he maybe he did. I don't know. But, uh, everybody speaks very highly of, of Billy and.
1: Yeah, he look Billy. Billy was super sweet to me. He was really nice. Um, you know, he, he emailed me afterwards. We've talked about possibly coming on at some time to the Ranger Nation podcast. You know, he's on the MLB Network. It's a little busy, um, oh, and, and and so you know, we'll. I I didn't want to do it too soon from when we did his. We'll do it another time, maybe even going into next late late in the season this season or next season, just because I don't want to overlap the other things. Well, Chuck. Man, thanks for coming on, bud. We won't be there Wednesday. Um, and and so we'll we'll pick it up after that and for yeah. sure. So I appreciate you coming on. That's Chuck Ramsey from Law Dog Sports. Bud, we'll catch you next time.
0: John, thank you so much. It was my pleasure. All
1: right, buddy. We'll see you. Okay, folks, let's go down in the bus leagues. Down in the bus leagues is sponsored by manscaped.com and the new Lawnmower 4.0. Hey guys, Father's Day is coming up and the weather is catching heat. Whether you have a dad bought or a rocking six pack, make sure you and your dad are smelling nice and shaved where it matters most. Make your dad proud this year and get him and yourself the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 and the Refined Cologne by Manscaped. The brand new Lawnmower 4.0 and Refined Cologne is perfect for you and the dad in your life to complete your grooming game. Get 20% off with free shipping with the code DAL at manscaped.com that's d-a-l at Manscape.com. okay guys welcome to down in the bus leagues i've been looking forward to this one we are now about two weeks into the season for for uh minor league baseball it's so much fun to have minor league baseball back um went to opening night for the frisco rough riders which was really great uh sat with uh, sean bass sat with uh, uh scott lucas who i finally got to meet Um, and sat down with him and also Sam Hale, who uh, works for The Ticket and also works for Baseball Perspectives uh prospectus and uh, you know getting to sit around with a few guys and just talking baseball and watching baseball was just extremely fun but we're now heck, heck now guys we're, we're 10 games into the season we're two weeks in i've been back out the last couple nights to a couple of games but let's talk about each team and where they're at right now we're going to start at the, the lowest level in, in 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 rangers besides extended spring uh they do have a a, a arizona league which is a, kind of an extended spring they don't really pay in front of anybody and uh, we're not really getting into those stats yet. We're starting regular season in the minor leagues, and that's the Down East Wood Ducks. They're in the low A East division, low A East division. And they have started out pretty good, guys. They're 8-2, and 8-2, and two, and they're in first place in their division. Um the, if you want to look at who has done, uh, who who is really standing out, there's one player who's really standing out, and he's the one that most people are trying to watch this year, and that is Evan Carter. Evan Carter's taken off. Look, he hadn't shown any power yet. He's been leading off, but he's hitting two two ninety seven. He's got a nine a uh, OPS. What. More importantly than that, a lot of walks. Man, this guy's just walking a lot, which means he's got a good eye for a ball. Um, and I was uh, listening to Tep talk about it, to, uh, Michael Tepid. Uh, he said he's talked to a lot of people around baseball and all of that, and they have said, this guy is for real. And so for all the 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 crap that the Rangers got last year for taking Evan Carter in that five-round draft uh, that they had, and they took him second overall, all the – the uh, prognosticators and everybody on all the talk shows were just baffled by this pick. Um, it's now showing, you know, Kipfag, I remember being on the the zoom call with Kip Fag and we were talking about Evan Carter, I actually listened to Evan talk uh, coming out of high school. Uh, Jamie Newberg talked about it. Look, Jamie said that he went to uh, the, uh, the uh, Instructional Fall League, Fall Instructional League, against players a lot older than them. This kid's 18 years old. Um, he had only played in Tennessee in high school where he was just killing everybody there. His season was cut short because of COVID. Uh, Kip Fagg said, look, if, it, if the season had gone on, he might have been a a, a a top five pick in the entire draft. That's how good he was. He, he's got five tools. Uh, they really were, were on this kid. You know, and that's just talk. And a lot of you sit there, and a lot of us were going, "Yeah, whatever." But his arms legit, his speed's legit. They say he'll stay in center field. That's what Tep said. That the scouts are telling him he's going to stay in center field. That's awesome. You're talking about a guy, um, you know, that's six foot, six foot four, about 190 pounds, uh, left handed, left handed swing, uh, play center field. I mean, th- this is like a Bellinger or something like that. I mean, this is. This is really interesting to watch going into it. But he he is unbelievable, and, and we're, you need to watch this guy going forward and let's see what happens with him. On the pitching side, there's not a lot of stats to go by, but I think there's a guy we ought to keep an eye on down in Down East, and that's Dane Acker. Dane Acker is the name you don't know that came from the uh, Elvis Andrews trade. Everyone knows Jonah Heim that we got back. We obviously got back Chris Davis. That was kind of a contract swap. Uh, taking out. Well, Actually, we took on Elvis's contract plus – the Rangers took on Chris Davis uh, to clear up money for Oakland. And, uh, you know, that that's that's a team willing to spend money because uh, Davis comes off the books at the end of the year. But uh, with that, they also got uh, Jonah Heim and they got, uh, they got Dane Acker. And Dane Acker's a, a, a left-handed pitcher. He started two games so far. He's got a 2.89 ERA. He's pitched 6.1 innings. And in 6.1 innings, he struck out 11. Now, that's low A ball. It, it, it is low A ball, but uh, that's pretty interesting to watch, and you need to keep an eye on him. Now let's go to high A. The um, High A is the Hickory Crawdads, and they're in the East Division. Uh, they're in last place there. They're only four and six starting out, uh, but, you know, Look, this is high A, a lot of guys. Uh, there's a few guys that you need to keep an eye on here. The guy that's leading the team right now is Blaine Krim. Uh, Krim was a, is a first baseman. In uh, hearing people talk, he really doesn't have another place to go besides first base, um, quite honestly. So um, first base is where he's got to stay. He's already hit four home runs. He's hitting 278. He's got a 1.020 uh, OPS. Um, he's, he, he started out extremely hot. And he's, he's, he's actually cooled off just a little bit. In the last couple, uh, the last few games, but that's one to watch. The guys that are there that you're really going to be uh, uh, trying to watch on is is Chris Cease and Foscue. Uh Foskey, the number one draft pick last year, uh, he's struggling a little bit. He's only hitting about one sixty-five or something like that. But this, it's it's you know we're ten games into the season. Uh, he's using a wooden bat, really, you know, kind of getting used to it. He hit some in the fall instructs last year. Chris Cease is back from injury. Uh, he's not completely horrible. He's hitting about two fifty. Uh, starting off, he he missed a couple of games, but he is he's back. That's a that's a name to watch as far as pitching goes. Uh, really, there's the, you know the pitcher I'm really interested in down there is Avery Weems. Avery Weems is uh, he's got he, he's had one start. He pitched two innings. He struck out three and he's got a 0.0 ERA. That's not a lot, but you know they got a lot of pitchers on each staff. They've up these, these rosters to thirty, and so they're trying to get them all in. But he's interesting because he was part of the Lance Lynn trade. And remember, I went on the uh, the Socks in the Basement podcast trying to work out a trade for Lance Lynn before the Lance Lynn trade ever went down. My first trade, out of the box, I said, I will give you Lance Lynn. You give me Dane Dunning straight up. Socks in the Box podcast said, nope. Or Socks in the Basement, sorry. Socks in the Basement podcast said, nope. We love Dane, Dun- Dane Dunning. We are not going to do that, nor will they do Dylan Seats. And I was like, okay, that's fine. That That's where I was wanting to start. I knew you weren't going to get too much, I thought, but that was my highest reach. You weren't going to get Madrigal. You weren't going to get Vaughn. You weren't going to get anybody like that for, for Lance Lynn because Lance Lynn was only going to be there for one year. Rangers end up pulling off a trade uh, a few weeks later Lance Lynn, and not only do they get Dane Dunning, but they get Avery Weems. And Avery Weems is another left-handed pitcher that you need to watch. The fact you got both is pretty interesting and a good good one for J.D. All you J.D. haters, got to give a little credit on that one. Dane Dunning's been impressive, and uh, Avery Weems looks to be okay going into it. Uh, Frisco Rough Riders, I've got a lot to say about Frisco because I have been to three games now. went to the last two, um, wrote a story about a guy who is just absolutely uh, tearing it up. I mean I look my story when I when I published the story and I wrote about Ryan Doro he was hitting about 100 um he had you know barely over 100 112 something like that he had he had only played two games when I published it and he had gone 0 for 4 the first night I think he got one hit the next night and he was like 1 for 7 or whatever uh, I'm not saying I'm the reason this happened but um, he has opened a lot of eyes. Ryan Dorrell's hitting 412 right now. He's got a home run. He's got a 1.077 OPS. He's played shortstop, third base, second base. He grades out better than anything. His arm is what grades out better than anything. He's got an unbelievable arm. You need to keep an eye on this guy. The story I wrote was called The Grinder, and it was about a guy that's not a top 30 prospect that just keeps moving up every level, puts up decent numbers everywhere, kind of reminiscent of, to a Isaiah Counterfalifa, and that's what the comparison was. Kainer-Falifa was never a top thirty prospect, never uh, even a starter coming into every league. He was basically just uh, there to fill in and play all around the field, and end up playing most games in every level before he ended up getting the call to the major leagues. Now, now Kiner was a little younger than than uh, than uh, uh, Dane is. Dane's a college guy coming out, and Kiner was drafted out of high school. Um, but uh, look. Um, I, Tap told me last night. He said if he keeps this up, he will be a big leaguer. Um, and and where we're going, so Ryan doro has been incredible. Uh, I've, I've had a chance to also, you know, you got Bubba Thomas, you got uh, Bubba Thompson, you got Steel Walker and Davis Wenzel are three other names. A lot of people are watching down there. Of course, there's JP Martinez and and uh, and stuff like that. But he's kind of falling off the radar on him. Uh, Davis is, uh, I tell you what, Davis numbers aren't flashy right now. But I tell you what, this guy is. Um, and uh, the the uh, the uh, Ray, uh, diamond podcast talked about it a little bit too. This guy is got a great eye. I mean, he lays off pitches and tries to hit the pitch that he likes, and that's what he goes for. And I'm I'm telling you. You can't sleep on Davis Winsell. This guy's going to be—he is. I think Tepid graduated him to dude. He is great. He is a dude. A dude is a guy that's for sure going to be a major leaguer. He hadn't given uh, Doro dude status yet, but dude, uh, he is right there. If he keeps it up, he will obviously be a dude. Um, Bubba Thompson has put up decent numbers starting here, guys. He's completely unbelievably fast on the bases. He's hitting over three hundred. Um, got a, got a hit last night, um, but. You know he's. Uh, I'm, I'm. I'm not completely impressed. I got to be honest with you. I'm not completely impressed with Bubba. I really hope he gets it going. He was a first round pick, uh, but but I haven't been completely impressed. The guy that I'm interested in is Steel Walker. Um, Steel Walker, you want to see the strut on this guy? This guy's like a show pony. You ever seen a show pony or or a, a, one of these guys that get gets out and and just. The way he walks and carries himself, basically I'm a bad AM effort is the way he walks and carries himself. Comes comes across really cocky, and it's really strange. Last night they went to extra innings. Uh, down East got down two runs uh, in the top of the 10th. The, uh, the the uh, Corpus Christi Hooks, the, they're the Houston Astros, affiliate, scored two runs. Um, so you have a guy on second base. The first guy to walk up to the plate is uh, Steele Walker. You know, they start a guy on second base and still Walker walks up and the way he walked up, I just said it as he was walking up to the plate. I'm like, this guy is a cocky MF is what I said. And I said, he walks around like he is a stud. And the first pitch he hit it over the fence and tied the game. And the way he ran the bases. Oh my gosh. I mean, look, I, I I'm, I am for, I'm for, I really like it when you have a lot of, uh, when, when you really have a, a, a lot of emotion. This guy, I like confidence. This guy has confidence. Uh, he had a couple of doubles last night also. He really had a good game. Um, this is a guy I want to watch. Now, as far as pitching goes, um, I went out Thursday night and watched cohen First time I've gotten to ever see Cohen in person. Folks, we have one legitimate pitching prospect, and it's Colwyn. win I, I haven't seen the rest of them. cohen is a legitimate pitching prospect. My gosh, this guy struck out eight batters in five innings, five shutout innings. Um, uh, even the guys that saw him the first night when he started the first Friday of the season—I wasn't at that game. He he ended up uh, giving up some runs and uh, and and but but was struck out guys and just I guess walked a few walked a few guys and stuff like that. But they said, man, it, his stuff is legit. His stuff is legit, major league stuff. I saw that uh, Thursday night. It was legit. It's crazy legit. Major League stuff. This guy's good. Um, this this guy is going to be a. I don't know that he's a one or two. I don't think anyone projects him as a one or two starter. Um, but this guy is a definite Dane Dunning type. Uh, maybe a Kyle Gibson type, a guy that that comes up and if you're going to throw strikes and you can move around three or four pitches, um, that he's got legit stuff and he could definitely be a an ace. But I think you know he's going to go through his hiccups when he goes to it. But man, this guy, this guy's good. He's really good. Yuri Rodriguez pitched last night. He only pitched three innings, three shutout innings. Boy, the ball comes out of his hands so smooth. He doesn't look like he even puts any effort into it. Uh, the radar gun isn't working out there, and so I don't know exactly what he was throwing, but but he looked good. He only pitched three innings. I, I reached out to Tep and and Scott and said, hey, why did they pull him after three? Uh, I guess Tep was there last night. I didn't see him. Uh, he he said, "I you know, it could just be a pitch count. I don't know uh, why they pulled him out, but um, – some think they might be grooming him for the bullpen. Uh, I mean, he could definitely be a guy to, to do that. Yerry's always been pretty highly scouted uh, or high, highly ranked and ha- has performed at every level. He didn't have a good first outing, but last night he was pretty good. He was really pretty good. Triple-A, Round Rock, they're 5-3. and three. Uh, They are in third place in their division. Uh, the guy to watch up there, I mean, holy crap. You know, Ryan, as for Ryan Doro, Ryan Doro is the best hitter in the organization right now. Had two more hits last night. Uh, he's hitting, like I said, he's hitting uh, – uh, Doro is uh, hitting 412 with a 1.077 OPS. Curtis Terry. Curtis Terry is a big, big man. And Curtis, he only plays first base, which gives it, you know, uh, where they're going to put him, I don't know. He's hitting 367. he He's got four home runs. He's got a 1.308 OPS. Um, this guy is just – he has surpassed everybody in this organization moving up. He went from high A ball all the way to triple A and he is hitting at AAA. Uh, COVID kept him out, but he, but he performed at the alternative side. He performed in fall instructs, and fall instructs, he was really good. Spring training, he stayed up longer than anybody in spring, spring training into the major league. Uh, he got a minor league invite. Uh, watch this guy. Curtis Terry is the guy to watch at uh, Oklahoma City. I'm sorry, uh, Round Rock. That's the guy we need to watch. So, um, look, they're, they're, the, uh, the Rough Riders are playing tonight and tomorrow, and then they head off on the road. Um, get out there and watch the Rough Riders if you can. Minor League Baseball really needs you to go out and spend some money. Um, and, and so, you know, I, when I go out there, I get a free meal. I don't even take it. I spend the money and pay for my meal. Uh, minor league baseball needs money and they need to get some money out there for these guys and for for the to, to to be a success there are employees that work for those teams so get out wherever you are if you're if you're in in kinston or you're out in hickory or you're down in round rock and frisco especially around the metroplex go out and watch these guys play there's some prospects at every level that are future major leaguers there was without a doubt i can guarantee you 100 at every level of baseball in the Ranger organization, there is at least one player that will play on a Major League roster. I promise you that. There's multiple, actually, but I can guarantee one on each one. That's how good of a system the Rangers are getting. Um, uh, anyway, guys, it's been fun. I wanted to get this one out. We want to thank uh, earlier today when we, had, uh, when we had Chuck Ramsey on from uh, Law Dog Sports and uh, KSCY 1230. Uh, like I say at the end of this and everything I write, you're out. Yeah.